Hello and welcome back to episode 8 of the Kilobyte Podcast. Only a few more to go and we've gotten to that magic number 10. It's very exciting. Let's start with follow-up. So last week I talked about I talked about the WWDC conference and there's not a lot of follow-up from there. One thing they did announce that I didn't see until after I recorded, the control center. That some of the controls in there, if you 3D touch on them, it'll pop up a little menu so you can control the brightness of the flashlight and you can choose the latest results on the calculator. There's a couple things. I I don't think they had something about Wi-Fi, but hopefully since they're doing the 3D touch on the control center that they will also include Wi-Fi, which would be so great because one of my peeves is where I live and we use Comcast Xfinity. That's our cable provider and most of us use them for our internet. What they do is in some of the routers that they provide, if you rent them from Xfinity, they open up a public hotspot from your router. One of our neighbors must be using one of these and they have it turned on. What happens is my Macs pick up the Xfinity Wi-Fi, which may have a stronger signal than my home Wi-Fi, then nothing works. There's no network connectivity because you need to log in. There's some authentication and the Mac hasn't been authenticated. So often I'll, I'll start doing something and I'll see that I am on the Xfinity Wi-Fi network. It would be really great if I could just remove it. However, if I'm out in a coffee shop or I'm at some lunch place and I use my iPad, I will usually use the Xfinity Wi-Fi public hotspot to use the internet. Because all this syncs across each device, my Macs get corrupted and they learn about this Xfinity Wi-Fi and they think it's okay in a trusted network and then they get all syncing to the wrong device. I'm tempted to go ask my neighbors to shut that off because I believe they can just shut off the public hotspot and maybe my problems will go away. Or maybe I just need a new router because I seem to have this lingering issue from last year which I thought was resolved where my devices just fall off the network for no reason. So I have an Airport Extreme from five, six years ago. It's been great up until now. The Apple TV also has a similar problem where, I mean, it's plugged right into the Ethernet port of the router. If I try to use the YouTube app on the Apple TV, it gets no connection and I have to force quit the app and then go back into the app and it's a real pain in the butt. So that is it for follow-up. I didn't think I was going to have any follow-up and look at all that just came out. Can't believe it. So the first topic is pretty quick, but it's something that I've noticed recently in the last six months. I have this fear now of going out somewhere and being cold. It's it's not really a rational fear. I just, I, I, I thought of this when I was going to Fenway Park. I could not decide for the life of me what to wear for opening day. I had three extra jackets of all different sizes. I had a raincoat. I had a sweatshirt. I had all of these things, and I could not for the life of me decide what to bring with me, and it was all because I was really scared of being cold, and I don't know where this came from. I don't think I've ever had a real problem with being cold, but now whenever I go anywhere, I always load up tons of extra layers because I'm afraid of being cold. I don't know if it's just a getting old thing, and I'm just more careful. Maybe some of you also feel the same way. That is something that I do and that I fear, and I have no no idea why. The main topic this week that I wanted to talk about was something that I started a few months ago, and it's kind of one of these how I work type things, but it's not for work, it's more of my life. So it is basically some methodologies that I use in my day-to-day life to remember to do things, keep on track with certain things, to not forget things, try to free my mind of things, and so I'm not thinking about them all the time. I was listening to episode 39 of the Cortex podcast, and CGP Grey was talking about something that he 
does in his life to keep his brain free and to not lose ideas. And so his basic thing was is that whenever he thinks of something and he's walking around, he would write it down. No matter what it is, he writes it down. Now, I think this might be something from the Getting Things Done book, which is a book that outlines kind of ways to do things and make sure that you finish things. So this is kind of some sort of riff on that. After he takes the notes... He would then review them periodically, and some of the notes would mean nothing and go, oh, that was a silly idea, but then some of them grow into other things. I thought about that a lot, and I really liked the idea. Sometimes I'll be driving in the car, or I'll be walking around, and I'll think of some idea, or think of something I need to do, like I need to get some light bulbs, or that would be a great topic for a blog, or now a podcast, or, oh, I need to make sure that I get my car registered. If I ever have these thoughts now, I have a a simple process. I just open up the notes app on my iPhone or my iPad, whatever I'm using, and I have one specific note that is dedicated for this. I call it my thought book. And what I'll do is at the very top of that, I will just put it as a note, like just a basic sentence, just something to remind me and trigger my brain later on. What I do once a week is I go to that note, usually on a Saturday morning, you know, after we wake up, I'll go through all those notes and I'll go through one at a time, try to remember what it was about and why I wrote it down. Then I'll do a couple things. If it's something like order new light bulbs, I'll just go right on Amazon and I'll order the light bulbs or if it's order something else I'll just go online and order it if it's something I can take care of right away I'll just do it right then because I've set aside this half an hour or 45 minutes to go through and take care of those things and just for record keeping so that I can feel good about what I did I take the item when I finish it and I put it at the bottom of a completed list and I specify what I did to it so once I've ordered the light bulbs I put in parentheses next to them ordered now if I can't remember what something was or I think it's stupid, I will either delete it from the list or move it to the bottom and give a reason why so I can go back if I see it later and go, oh, that's right, that was a bad idea. And then the next level is if it's something that would be a bigger project, I will then create a project for it in notes. So I could buy some app that will do sort of a project type thing. But at this point, I wanted to keep it really simple. So what I do is I have a folder in notes called projects. And in that folder, I'll add a new note for each project. So I have different projects for different things. So I specify the context of like kind of what category it falls into and then I specify what it is. So one of them is home taxes 2015. Under there I created a bulleted list of all the things I have to do for taxes which includes installing TurboTax, scanning all the tax forms, getting all the tax forms, entering the tax information into TurboTax, having my wife verify it, and submitting it to the IRS. And so I have now a folder full of all these different projects. When I get home or I have some free time and I'm like, what should I do? And I choose to not watch TV. I can come in here and look and quickly see like, oh, I'm home. I could do one of these home projects. Work on the computer backup and how all our computers are backed up or work on my softball website. There's all sorts of different things that I can do. I have these projects set up and if I complete them, I add complete to the top of the title so that I don't do it again. It's been a good way for me to kind of focus my energy outside of work. It's really nice to actually go back and look at the things that I've done and go, oh, look at that. I finished all these things. One of my goals this year in 2016 was to try to do more stuff outside of work that was productive, whether it be creating a podcast or creating a blog. It's really worked out well. Like the note taking is great. The other benefit of the note taking, I don't have to think about these things and I don't have to worry about forgetting. So as soon as I think of it, I put it in there. Then my brain doesn't have to be like, oh, think about buying new light bulbs. Don't forget to buy new light bulbs. Oh, light bulbs. Thinking about light bulbs 
problems all the time, you can move on and think of other things. I totally recommend trying some version of this and the whole sitting down once a week to kind of review your thoughts of what you've thought of over the last week and what you want to do or things you need to do. I feel like I've accomplished a lot. I think my list of things that I've done is probably 50 to 60 items. Some of them are just new projects, but other things have actually been complete and done. And I didn't forget about them. That is my system that I've wanted to talk about. Check out the Cortex podcast. I'll add a link in the show notes so you can listen to that and kind of hear Gray's perspective on why he does it and how he does it himself. Thank you for listening. You can check out my Twitter feed at KeekSans or check out my website, KeekSans.org. You can find all the shows from the Kilobyte podcast at KeekSans.org slash kilobyte. Have a great day.